I cried a lot in Violet Evergarden, but I also cried for SAO, so I yeah. mean, that's true. <laughs> you also cried in SAO. wherever you are my name is cole his name is jay we like anime and this is episode two of the anime protagonist podcast and in honor of star wars visions being released we wanted to take a look at other western media that have been adapted into anime as well as properties that we would like to see adapted in the future but before that jay what's on your mind uh well you know anyway uh, hi jay hi <laughs> how are you i'm well thank you how are you yeah, i'm i'm well i am also well yes. how much how much tales of arise have you been playing uh as much as i possibly can um <laughs> i'm about like 40 something hours in at this point nice. and i think i still have a lot to go nice not to spoil anything but i just got to a point where essentially a character just said it's only just begun <laughs> <laughs> So, um, mm, I yeah. wonder what that means. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I think I'm in for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been pretty much eating up all of your mental, uh, that mental bandwidth. Yeah. That. And also, um, just like I've been reading a couple light novels here and there, but it, it's just, you know, what it's you, most, what you read. So, um, I started reading this light novel called, uh, the notorious talker runs the greatest seeker clan or something like that. Um, Sounds like a light novel. It, yes. <laughs> um, it's essentially this series about a guy who is the grandson of the greatest seeker, and seekers are essentially the, this book's name for adventurers. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it, it was a Harry Potter thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the uh, it's the Golden Snitch guy. Yeah. Um, no. Wasn't Harry Potter the seeker? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. We're going to see a lot of comments about this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This guy does not know what Harry Potter is. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, he, he is the grandson of the greatest adventurer of all time or whatever. Me too. Um, and he is given this task to follow in his grandfather's footsteps after his grandfather, spoilers, dies in the first chapter. Um, <laughs> no. Um, R.I.P. Grandpa. And so he basically, he basically has to rise up and become this notorious seeker the notorious big yeah yes yes but you know it's a light novel so he's he has the weakest skills and all that of course of course can i just ask you a quick question yeah and sure. don't take this the wrong way no how do you find these <laughs> <laughs> like um, where where do you <laughs> do you just like walk through the bookstore and like oh i haven't no. seen this one before <laughs> honestly um i'm gonna sound a little crazy here but i go through like yen press j novel and uh seven c's looking at all their light novels oh you're that guy i'm that guy okay you're the you're that guy <laughs> i'm that guy i've yeah. seen you mentioned in things <laughs> specifically yeah. you yeah i go i go through all that and i try and specifically find stuff that i would be interested in as you've brought up before, I am a romance guy, so mm. I always try and look for a new romance series to read. Yeah, yeah. And this series caught my eye. It had the harem tag. Oh, okay. So it's more of a harem than a romance series, but That's classic. That's the best yeah. romance. The funny thing Lots is, lots of so, romance. Yes, but the funny thing about it was the character is very—I want to say cynical, but like he he can get pretty dark in his in his actions like mm. he sold his 
uh, <clears throat> two people in his party off as slaves when they betrayed him. Yeah. I, I, you know, as like a normal as you person. Do. Yes, you do, right? That's what you do. No one ever betrayed, will ever betray me because yeah. they know. I'll sell you off I'll as a slave them. or I'll, I'll gouge your eye out. Yeah. Or st- steal all your money or whatever. I, I think, know. in all seriousness, you said the guy's cynical for that. Yeah. I don't think that's cynicism. I think that's just absolute lunacy. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's a bit he's a bit of a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. But for whatever reason, a ton of girls are throwing themselves at him. Because he is in a light novel. Yes, he's a light novel protagonist. Will so. this be an anime? Not that I know of. <laughs> but the... Probably. The creator's still working on it. Mm. and most no. likely it's going to it's going to at Everything. some point they always yeah with a name like that yeah and with, an the, with the twist of it having a little bit of lunacy in the main character mm-hmm. like a comic kill and stuff it's probably gonna get an anime at some point yeah well here you are still playing tales of arise yeah and me i have finished uh what was i watching uh <laughs> blue spring ride yes yes i finished it and then <laughs> i finished it and i'm like i need more So I turned to the manga and then I realized the whole series, like the whole season of the show is just like the first 12 chapters of the manga. Wait, really? Yeah. Out of like 60. Oh my God. And like, I know that they'll make shows to like advertise uh, the manga, Mm -hmm. but I've never seen that where it's just like each episode is just a chapter. Okay. So then like, there's so much more of this. Yeah. So then I finished the manga Okay. And yeah, they should have just kept going. It was, was, did it get better after the anime? Uh, it got different after the, the anime. Oh? Uh, not necessarily better or worse. It's just the anime seemed to me to focus a lot on the main character, like wanting to like cling to the past. Okay. And then the, an- or the manga kind of like transitioned into that as well as like feelings of like guilt and grief and stuff like that that weren't okay. really addressed in the they were kind of addressed in the show but so not like really so of, much so does it like come out of nowhere or no 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 it just like transitions into it more oh, and it's okay. like why didn't they do this in the show <laughs> they should have done this in the show yeah. as well it would have made the show a lot better mm-hmm. yeah the anime was or i'm sorry the manga was uh, a lot better a lot better yeah. as as it normally is yeah. right yeah and then i watched or i started watching like i said last episode i started watching uh my little monster yes because the shoujo journey continues mm-hmm. uh yeah a lot different what did you what, it's a lot more a lot more comedy based okay yeah okay so it's, have you watched that one i haven't no? um i'm very iffy on shoujo not mm. that it's a bad thing and i'll give shoujo series a try like i love rainbow days but give shoujo a, sh- a chance man why are you so i don't know against it i don't know maybe it's just like how, how some of the interactions are mm. i don't know like i still stand by like one of the funniest anime to me was around host club okay and like that's a shoujo yeah have you watched that i've never seen it okay like <laughs> come on <laughs> I think it's, like, some of the best, genuinely some of the best comedy. Other than, like, Konosuba. I don't know. Gintama's really good. Or Gintama. Yeah. yeah. We've, but we've we talked about that at have, length. Have you seen, um, speaking of that, and sorry for interrupting. No, but, no. That's okay. Uh, have you seen The Disastrous Life of Psyche Kusuo? No. No? Okay. No. It's another Shonen Jump series that's yeah. very comedy heavy. Yeah. Uh, and I that's also one of those series that I put on a uh, 
uh, Pedestal is one of the best comedy anime. Yeah, like there. it's on Netflix. I know that. Mm-hmm. Is that the show where there's like a hundred and something episodes, but each episode is only like five minutes long or something? So the way they did it back, but when, then they they packaged them all up into like yeah. Into so so the way episodes. they did it back in the day when back in the day it was like 2016. <laughs> back in my day, back in my day, you five can buy years a nickel ago. for a penny. <laughs> No, uh, back back when back when it first released, they released an episode a day for the week, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the week, they compile all oh, the episodes okay, together see, see, and release it on one. Uh, I think it was like on Friday or something, right? And that was just how how they how they did it. So if you wanted to watch just a regular uh, twenty minute episode, then you would wait for Friday. But mm-hmm. if you wanted to watch, you know, if you wanted as much psyche content as you possibly could get. Then you'd be watching day to day, and yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was a very interesting schedule. Honestly, mm. now that I think about it, you know what else is on Netflix and that will have an interesting schedule that transitions us <laughs> that did very nicely, really well into Yuri the news, Ice. into the Yuri on Ice theme. <laughs> okay, yeah. So let's yeah. get into the news here with uh, our first story. Last last time we talked about uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Shoujo yes. Jojo getting a weekly release. Yes. Or a monthly release. Monthly release. There have been rumors about it being weekly, but yeah. I think this pretty much confirms that I think Sho- or Shoujo Jojo will also be a, a weekly release. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Call Me Can't Communicate is coming to Netflix. Yes. And it's getting a weekly release on Netflix. Oh my God. Oh my God. The episodes are delayed though. We have to wait two weeks mm-hmm. from the initial release in Japan, but it's still, Netflix is releasing this show weekly that is that's huge that's That's huge for netflix yeah because that's always been my my problem with with netflix shows was like b stars right yeah and it was like two months after the show was done in japan and then it would finally get released on on netflix here yeah yeah it's just and they've done that for like many shows it it wasn't just b stars no like bna did that as well bna did that as well Uh, what Um, else has had has been on netflix other shows as well uh the only oh, thing um i think sao2 did that okay uh at least the dub i mean every show that's been on Netflix. yeah i know i know has done the, that yeah i know the dub the, for sao2 was on toonami but we didn't get that we don't get that in canada so yeah yeah the only thing i'll say related to dub mm-hmm. is that concerns me a little bit for dub watchers because i always find that netflix dubs are better because they have more time to like yeah go like dub it correctly well, and well, that's nothing against like funimation or Crunchyroll mm-hmm. and their their dubbing that they do but simul dubs have a tendency for me to feel more rushed yeah no i get that because they to, are to more try and rushed. Get, yeah, yeah to try and get it out on time no yeah, I, I totally get like that. like they're they're releasing the episode the same day that the that it's getting released or not the same day but within weeks of yeah. when it's getting yeah. released in japan yeah so the dub i the dub quality to me suffers but like you watch something like K-On that was dubbed after the fact, mm-hmm. after the show was all done, and like I st- like K-On is like yeah. one of the best dubs. Period. I still watch K-On dub over the original, over, over the sub. Yeah, yeah over uh, the subs for it. I, I think there are, there are two different ways that they could approach this as well, and it could still be good. One, they do the dub later, and they mm. just start with the sub. I think that's what they'll do. That that could be, or I think when Violet Evergarden was releasing weekly, because they did release that one oh, weekly too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they could like they could do the production for the entire series, and maybe that's why it was, it's taking an extra two weeks or something, mm. and then release that 
Uh, you know what? I wonder if the two weeks, because generally speaking, dubs come out two weeks after the show yeah. comes out. Like I'm thinking of Funimation. Uh, my my dub watching friends, they, they're usually two weeks behind me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they would just release both at the same time. That's... Probably. As we're talking about this, I think I'm I'm leaning towards they'll just be releasing the dubbed episodes as they. That's probably they come out. why the two weeks are there to but to give time for the dubs. It's fine. Don't worry about dubs. <laughs> who cares about them? Dub watchers do. No, I mean who cares about them? The dub watchers. <laughs> who cares about dub watchers? Dub watchers do. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Eh. Sub anyway, master race. <laughs> but uh if you haven't anyway. seen Comey, definitely oh, check it out. Definitely uh, read it. Uh, we both read the manga and we both love it, so Absolutely. And I know that it's a very popular series. Comey's a beloved yeah, character. Yeah, hot take here. <laughs> Go read Comey Can't Communicate. Yeah, yeah. Um I think fourteen volumes are out right now. I don't know. Okay. Four, I think fourteen, <laughs> maybe fifteen. I can't see because I don't have my Comey Can't Communicate issues out in front of me. Okay. Not in my, not in the 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 studio space here. Yes, our professional studio, <laughs> the living room, <laughs> my my living room. <laughs> uh, but you can buy it. Viz is publishing it, so okay. go ahead and read it. Go it's good. read it, and then go watch the anime because that's good. Yeah, and watch the anime because yeah. there's should be more anime on stuff like this. Uh, our second story, though, Jay, I would like to talk with you about everyone's favorite piece of news that came out of the <laughs> Nintendo Direct yesterday. Uh, the casting of the animated Mario movie yes. that's coming out. Uh, okay, let's start with... Uh, you know what? We're not going to start with Mario. We're going to start with the one that everybody seems to be in on for some reason. Oh. Uh, like, every time I look at, mm-hmm. like, uh, Instagram comments or something when I see yeah. this on, like, IGN, uh, Bowser <laughs> is Jack Black. Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's great casting. <laughs> like, Bowser doesn't even talk. So how is... I know in the movie he yeah. will talk. Well, he do- he talks in uh, Super Mario RPG, I think, right? That doesn't count. That's and not... like in Paper Mario, and that's that. not those aren't real things. <laughs> okay, those are figments of your imagination. <laughs> right, yeah. Gino's not in Smash, so right, you know, you know who else isn't in Sp- Smash? That's a tragedy. Waluigi. Waluigi. Yeah, that is the. How could they do this? Well, maybe October fifth. Well, maybe October fifth. He'll be announced. I saw. <laughs> I went on on YouTube yesterday mm-hmm. to begin watching the nintendo direct that i never got around to watching it yeah and just on like my youtube home screen it showed like this video of like it just said in like the smash uh font and everything it said waluigi invites himself (laughs) and i'm like holy shit they added him in and then i realized oh no that was just like a a a crappy fan animation yeah and then i i got sad no a lot of people have been making those but i i have seen that one and i think it's one of the better fan-made ones mm. even like if it is a little crappy it, it, it's better than what i would do yeah but yeah so yeah. Uh, jack black is bowser how do you feel about that um i think it could be good uh but it really depends on the focus that they have for this ser- for this movie mm. um but i think if like they want something funny and they want something lighthearted, yeah, people then... like jack black yeah yeah i mean considering they're going with seth rogan for donkey kong I'm sure that that's probably what they're going for. Yeah. I'm sorry, not Donkey Kong. Uh, no, it, it Danky, is Donkey Kong. Danky Kang <laughs> is Seth Rogen. Yes. <laughs> that's the one that made me laugh the most. Do you remember, you You probably don't remember this. There used to be a cartoon on Teletoon, Donkey Kong Country. It was yes, like, I know exactly what you're talking it about. It was like a CGI. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, they should have got that guy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Just get Seth Rogen to play every character. <laughs> Why not? You don't have to pay him. But like specifically his Just laugh. give him some pot. <laughs> Donkey Kong is officially high. Oh, he was always high. <laughs> don't, don't. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he likes... He, li- he, li- he likes... He likes that. his kush. Uh, Charlie Day as Luigi. Listen... Let's just address the elephant in the room. Chris Pratt is Mario. Yeah. That is... I don't know what they're going for. Like, I trust that they know what they're doing. Well, Miyamoto's involved in it, so I, like, I, I, I'm sure... I would hope that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, I nothing against Chris Pratt. Like, his voice acting's good, when it, like, in the Lego movie. And, like, I like him as Star-Lord. Yeah, you know? sure. Like, Chris Pratt's great. Yeah. Mario? The only way I could see it is if, like, he was able to do a good Bob Hoskins impression. <laughs> <laughs> is Bob Hoskins still alive? No. I okay. think he passed in 09. I looked I was, that up last night. I was going to say, just get Bob Hoskins. And, <laughs> but, like, okay. uh, who played Luigi in that movie? Uh, some guy. Ah, whatever. Have you ever seen that movie? I have seen it. Me, uh, a lot of people hate it. Miyamoto likes it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Which well, explains the casting for this one, right? Yeah. That, that doesn't mean that it's good. No. <laughs> no. But Charles Martinet is still involved somehow in this movie, and we mm. don't know what he's doing. Well, maybe it's like an alternate universe thing. <laughs> After watching all the Star Wars visions where it's like yeah. adjacent to Star Wars. What maybe if? this is like adjacent. Or yeah, what if? Yeah. Like the Marvel what if yeah. things. Maybe this is like Mario, but like... What if? A little, uh, what if Mario wasn't an Italian plumber? We're, we're going to get... Uh, what if he was uh, Chris Pratt? What if he was Star-Lord? <laughs> Who? Who? Star-Lord, man. Who? Anyway. It's, a, it's, a, it's an adaptation of uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm. Mario's packing heat in this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that happened at the um, Nintendo Direct. Yeah. What else happened at the Nintendo Direct? So there Jay, were two. There were two. Really, you took notes, I did, and I haven't seen it I, because I've been watching Star Wars Visions. I've been watching Star Wars Visions too, but we'll get to that you're later. You're better than me, okay? No, Obviously, I'm not. you're better than me. No, I'm not. <laughs> what? No. Um, I think that the two biggest things that were announced um, mm. or shown off were the new Kirby game. Yes. Uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, or something like that. Kirby is that pink guy. Yes. Um, but it was a completely 3D Kirby game. Hmm. When was the last Kirby game released? I want to say Kirby uh, Star Allies for the Switch back in like 2017, 2018. Oh, that's not that old. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. not that long ago, but... I just, I guess I'm just not interested in Kirby, so <laughs> no. I'm like, wasn't the last one in like 95? Yeah, no, Kir- like Kirby is is a big, like... It, I know it's, it's a big, big IP, thing for, like, for because Nintendo. like Kirby is... Kirby a he or she? They... Let's yeah. be let's be uh, socially progressive here. Okay. Kirby is in uh, Smash, Smash yeah. and everything. Well, so. Sakurai, the director of Smash, also worked on Kirby. So oh, even collusion. Like he he's Kirby's his baby. Uh, but regardless, Kirby is um, it's a big like kids game. I mean, it's it's one of the easier series in mm. that Nintendo uh, publishes. But and I think that's probably why you're not that into it. <laughs> Because it, I'm too much of a man. <laughs> yes. Well, like, I, like looking at what you play, you play Ghost of Tsushima, you play Minecraft, you play. <laughs> don't, don't address that. That's my secret. I play Minecraft. 
I was, in. I, you can't see my, what games under the, the cover here on my uh, TV, but I was playing uh, after watching Visions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to be a Jedi now. So I started playing Fallen Order again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like you play mostly games on PS4. Like I, I, I know you have a Switch and, and that. Um, I do. I do have and so like you'll play the odd switch game but i think mostly you play playstation games right yeah but you know what might get me away from the playstation was that that uh nintendo online oh the, the expansion pack yeah oh my god i've yes. been saying this since i got a switch i'm like i wish there was n64s <laughs> n64 games that i could play on my switch well now there is mm-hmm. and i can't play them i can play ocarina of time I can play, well, I won't play uh, Super Mario 64 because that game's very difficult. It's also not, it, it doesn't hold up that well. I Hot take. I think it would hold up. I think like games like Galaxy and Odyssey have much yeah, better control. The, yeah, um, I know like the big thing with any game on the N64 was the control yeah. or the camera control. Yeah. Um, but I mean whatever that's just part of the system yeah no it's it, it that's that, that's kind of what i mean by it doesn't hold up that well like yeah. there there were some limitations that uh keep it from being as good as it could be yeah now i can't remember because this is the one trailer that i did watch for this oh. by the way was this the other thing that you were saying this was so this was one of them but this wasn't the one that i was thinking of okay we'll go back uh, to that one yeah then. uh i just want to jump in here yeah, absolutely. Uh, because I was playing my N64. Sorry, I got emotional. No, oh, it's okay. Uh, I can't remember if it was one of the games that is coming to the uh, system on release in late October, or if it's going to be with one of the ones that they're planning to release. Was Mario Kart 64 on the list it, to be released in October? I think uh, so. I think so. Yeah, and then if like, not, then it's definitely coming. But then, I, when they were showing the ones that were coming, mm-hmm. Majora's Mask, yes, nice, yes, very nice, yes. Uh, Mario Golf, yeah, very nice. Yeah, I loved Mario Golf oh, when yeah. I was little. I still want to try the one on the Switch. It's pretty good. It's yeah. uh, if you've heard anything about um, Mario Tennis Aces, it's much like that, where it's less zany Mario antics mm-hmm. and more Mario Golf. Yeah. Or Mario Tennis, if you're talking about Mario yeah. Tennis. But it's not as zany as the previous Mario sports games, which is yeah. a bit unfortunate, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. But like, it's still it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I'm so out of the loop with Mario games. Mm-hmm. The last time I went over to my friend's place, they're like, do you want to try the Mario Tennis? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you got an N64? They're like, no, there's one on the Switch. <laughs> I'm... I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I need you to educate me. Yeah. So like on I Nintendo mean, stuff. Yeah. This is a segue into the final part okay. of the. So they ended off the Nintendo Direct with a game that I don't know if you know about. A game. A game. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they they talked about a movie, and now they're going to talk about a game. Nice. Bayonetta three. Oh right. Yes. Have, I've never played any Bayonetta games. Okay. No. So have you played uh, Devil May Cry? No. Okay. So, uh, essentially, it's just an action combo based game, slash. hack and slash kind yeah. of thing, uh, very similar to Nier Automata or yeah. something like that. And um, it also has like some bit of Scarlet Nexus idea in there where okay. you're fighting like demons and things like that. But it does have like a bit more of a difficulty than than uh, your typical hack and slash kind of thing. Yes, Cole. Ooh, question. Yes. My hands up. Yes. Uh, is there an easy mode? 
Uh, I've never played a Bayonetta game, but I know a lot of people were excited for it. The game was announced back in 2017 with Mm. a logo for Bayonetta 3. In 17? Yeah. Holy. And... We got so we got the logo for Bayonetta three at the Game Awards twenty seventeen. Okay, they this were taking the their time. First time we've gotten anything Bayonetta. Okay, so I know so many people are very excited for this game. Mm. I'm not a Bayonetta fan, only because like it's not like hack and slash like that isn't my kind of thing. Okay, but I know just how much people like it and yeah. how important it is to Nintendo's lineup. Bayonetta's and Smash and all that. Mm. And Bayonetta won the Smash ballot for Smash 4, so I know she's a very popular character. But it's not my thing. But I think I think that that Direct had at least something for everyone. Yeah. Do you think that the Nintendo Direct was better than the PlayStation presentation a few weeks ago? That's kind of hard to call. I think the Nintendo had a lot of good stuff. Who won? <laughs> Who won Who their presentation? Um, I mean, Nintendo can bank off of nostalgia, and they did yeah. very well on this thing. Whereas... PlayStation, PlayStation. kind of banks on, like, uh, ingenuity kind of thing. Yeah. Like, look at how good our graphics yeah, are. Yeah, and Nintendo... Like, Nintendo kind of feels like the look Disney of video games. Look at how pretty this car is. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of... Just to touch on this really briefly before we go to break, that's kind of why I've always thought about, like, the whole uh, Nintendo getting a 4K upgrade. Yeah. Like Nintendo Switch Pro didn't really still doesn't matter to me yeah because like nintendo isn't about graphics yeah nintendo's more about fun and Mm -hmm. how about how like look at the switch itself it's so different from anything else on the market and like you may even look at the switch deck or the uh, steam deck that steam is releasing and that's cool and all but nintendo did it first nintendo did it first and you can also plug your switch back into the tv yeah which is like it's it's a very forward-thinking Nintendo's always about that. They're, right? they're always about innovation. Innovation in this... Uh, hardware innovation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... They're, uh, whereas, like, like, Xbox and PlayStation are more about their internal innovation, mm-hmm. making it as fast and yeah. as, as, as... And powerful as possible. And, yeah. like, um, just for an example of innovation, remember when the Wii came out and the Wii became, mm-hmm. like, the, a big juggernaut phenomenon, and then suddenly PlayStation started releasing their uh, their remote yeah, the, knockoffs what or whatever it was called? I can't remember what the PlayStation version and was. And then Xbox started coming out with the Kinect, Kinect and all yeah. that to bank off of that Wii motion yeah. craze. No, absolutely. And I think everybody's kind of got their nice little niche. Well, other than Xbox and PlayStation are constantly fighting. Yeah. But like Nintendo can just kind of, it's kind of like trailed off on its own. Oh, yeah. Into absolutely. its own little path. Yeah. It doesn't need to compete. Yeah. Because like most people who like video games now will have either a PlayStation or an Xbox mm-hmm. and a Switch. Yeah. Or you have all three of your money bags. Yeah. But yeah. who can have all three? <laughs> who wants all three? Like, well, I mean, me. Yeah, me. I would like all three. True. The only reason I want an Xbox is because I want to play Microsoft Flight Simulator. Fair enough. Because I'm a, I'm a big nerd. Well, if you have a PC, then you're good. This won't run that. <laughs> this My computer yeah. barely runs Minecraft. Okay, fair. The, like, the only thing that um, I, I want to say, and this is probably going to be the last thing before break, mm. uh, is Game Pass is probably the best thing yes. that Xbox is doing right now. Like yeah. they, I think we've talked about that, but yeah. I, think, I think Nintendo might be taking it now. I think so. I think yeah. Ninten- Nintendo just has so much. And they have Banjo-Kazooie now. That's the thing that I'm the most excited yeah. for is Banjo-Kazooie coming because I've heard so much about Banjo-Kazooie, about how great of a game it is, and I just want to try it out. Okay, last, last thing yeah. that I just want to say because I know Nintendo did this on purpose during their presentation for yeah. the online thing where they cut directly from uh, the president of Nintendo saying, like, this is what we're doing. 
straight into like the ocarina of, yeah. of time opening like yeah. oh they knew exactly what they were doing <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's nostalgia yeah. good job nintendo good job anyway, round of applause we're gonna we're gonna go to break and when we come back let's talk about star wars my favorite thing and then we're gonna talk about uh some anime that we'd like to see and some anime that have been adapted from western properties yes that some are good some, some are, are not so not good, so good. <laughs> but but uh, stay tuned yeah yeah it will be right back Thank you so much for waiting. <laughs> we really appreciate you waiting. We know that the music I put in is subpar, but thank you for, uh, uh, for you. the elevator ride. Now we're going to switch gears as we begin to talk about <laughs> as we begin to talk about Star Wars Visions, and then move on into our main topic of the day: anime we would like to see animated as well as anime that or anime that we would like to see animated anime that <laughs> i'm sick of these animes not being animated western properties that we'd like to see yes, turn into anime yeah. thank you i'm sorry you I were probably really, you were I'm, probably distracted because i grabbed my darth vader mask probably but yeah i really butchered that return intro <laughs> no it's all good yeah, well, it's well, good we tried we do our best yeah. here yeah, it's any pro. It's it's any pro. It's right in the name. Yeah. Pro. We're pros. We're professionals. We're professional protagonists. We're professional protagonists. Any pro pro. Yeah. Uh yeah, Star Wars Visions. Um listen, before I was a weeb. Yes. I was a general all-purpose nerd. You're a general grievous. I was a general grievous, all-purpose nerd. Star Wars general nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh yeah, Star Wars was it was a big big thing growing mm -hmm. up for me. Like I know lots of anime fans say like, "Oh, I got made fun of for watching anime and stuff." That was me. That yeah. was me watching Star Wars. <laughs> I loved Star Wars. I mm -hmm. loved Star Wars a little too much probably for my own good. Um, he he takes a book into bed every night. I do. Yeah. And, and just, just cuddles it. I hold it. Yeah. Against my heart. It it comforts him a I little bit. I sleep with this Darth Vader mask on. I believe it. <laughs> no, actually, honestly, this mask here sucks. I'll just say it. It's like okay. a little toy mask. Okay. My dream as an adult man who now makes his own money, uh, I want to get like a proper like movie grade Darth Vader mask to like okay. put in my glass shelves. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? That would be really cool, yeah. actually. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, Star Wars Visions uh, meant uh, I was very excited for it coming mm -hmm. up. And I think it mostly lived up to the hype for me. But great mostly there was okay. there was a couple misses a couple stumbles yeah, but one really yeah. oh, there was yeah. one episode that i loved so much let's kind of just discuss those before we move into the the, the topic the topic topic so uh episode one was yes. uh that was the ronin one the ronin one in black and white yes uh that was the one it seems to be super popular it seems like everybody who watched the show like anime fan or mm -hmm. star wars fan yeah. or whatever really highlighted that one as uh, a major uh high point for yeah. the show and yeah. I, I can see why yeah no i really uh, liked it was it called too. the duel and i just yes. wanted to see it was by uh kamikaze doga doga yeah um 
yeah, I can see why it was. Yeah. A lot of people really liked that one. The art style was super unique. Uh, I know from a Star Wars point of view, people really like uh, like Dark Jedi mm-hmm. or uh, like kind of morally gray. Yeah. Not necessarily Jedi versus Sith. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're like two Siths. But yeah. like obviously one is kind of good. a good Sith. Yeah. Yeah, I can see why, why that one was super popular. One that I saw the next one. Uh, mm-hmm. The what was it called? Tatooine Rhapsody. Uh, so, yeah, Tatooine Rhapsody uh, by Studio Col- Colorado. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, people seem to like that one, but for me, really, yeah. I so I know like the the Star Wars executive specifically named that one a lot as really? like, oh, this is look, these are really good. It's because it had uh, Jabba the Hutt and uh, Boba Jabba Fett the Hutt and Boba Fett and uh, who was who did the dub for that one? It was. Uh, you said that the Boba Fett guy did oh. the dub, right? Uh, listen, everybody, I apologize. I left my kitchen fan on. <laughs> so from from what I remember, uh, Boba, Boba Fett's original actor from... Not the original actor. I hope everyone can hear me. <laughs> I'm shutting my window. Listen, we got to open windows up in here. It, it gets really hot during the break. Uh, and so. I'm sorry. Listen, it's episode two. These things happen. We're we're rolling. Uh, <laughs> we're rolling with the punches. Look, I I, I screwed it, up the intro, so we're, we're rolling with the punches here. <laughs> yeah, we could start over, but no, no, we push through. Uh, Go the, beyond plus ultra. Yes, uh, the not the original actor because the original actor was redubbed over during the special editions. Oh, okay. Uh, Is it the guy that did the redub? Yes. Oh, okay. Is the guy who played like the clone troopers and Jango Fett? Okay. Because Boba Fett is a clone of Jango yeah, Fett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In canon now. Yes. So they got him to do his voice in the dub. I didn't watch the dubs. I watched the subs, but I specifically, because I knew Boba Fett was in that one, I just switched it over to English quick to see what they were doing for the voice. Okay. And it was the guy. And that was a nice touch. Nice. Good job, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Disney. You did the Star Wars thing. You did it. Uh, yeah, sorry. But for episode two, honestly, like the only thing that it felt was it was Star Wars K-On for me, but like not with cute girls. Yeah, not with cute girls. I don't know. I just didn't really care for it. No, it like, didn't do anything it's, for me. I say Star Wars K-On, but honestly, like it wasn't, it wasn't anything. See, great my problem anything. is like, I'm, I'm one of those obnoxious Star Wars fans. He's like, Star Wars should do things different. But then when they do, I'm yeah. like, eh, it's not Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I don't. I know, mm-hmm. I know it's a problem that I have. Episode no. three was the, the big one that a lot of people were really excited about. Yeah, myself included. Uh, the twins, which was Trigger. Trigger. Which was super Trigger. It was very Trigger. <laughs> uh, it was also, <laughs> I think, like the biggest step away from like the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. It was the most, it, it was Star Wars, obviously, but like very off the beaten path from star wars yeah like it, it obviously wasn't canon it obviously wasn't in the main star wars universe which was fine yeah if any studio was going to do that it was going to be trigger yeah uh that one was okay yeah no I, th- I thought it was pretty good um i really liked some of the ideas that they had with it and like the fact that they made it their own mm-hmm. um and that that was kind of what i was looking for going into this was can they make this star wars property their own when they make it like um a mm-hmm. lot of people look at the duel episode one, for example, as like a standout. And I really like that because it felt very uh, unique and it felt like it had its own vision. Mm-hmm. And episode three, it really felt like Trigger was doing its yeah. Trigger thing yeah. instead of like falling into this mold of, okay, we need to do Star Wars. Yeah. I also 
I watched that one with my brother yesterday, and my brother watches um, dubs, okay. or he prefers to. Yeah. So we watched the dub of that one. Okay. Uh, Alison Brie was the girl. Oh. Uh, from Community. An actor. An actor. And the boy, the, the boy twin, was Don't Neil say, Patrick Harris. I thought you were going to say Chris Pratt. <laughs> no. It was Neil Patrick Harris. Like, we were just talking about yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's legend. Dairy. Oh, that, I'm cutting that. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. Because episode four, which is called uh, Village Bride. Yes. Uh, by... Look, it's a Japanese name. Kinema. We might butcher well, it. And no, we apologize. it's like cinema, but they replaced the C with a K. Okay. Kinema Citrus. Okay. Uh, that was, to me, the standout episode of of the of the, of of the, the series? whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I and I can see why it was a very good Star Wars story, and it had a lot of intrigue behind the lore of like that planet. It felt like the the Jedi in that one felt like how a Jedi should be. The Jedi okay. felt like she was always in control mm-hmm. during like the the final climax yeah. of it. She only used her lightsaber once. Yeah, and when she says like she she's doing her little like soliloquy, and when she says "May the Force be with you," yeah, oh chills. I got the music yeah, was like perfect. Yeah, yeah no, she, I, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's one problem I've I found overall with the whole thing was most of them were kind of like the lightsaber is like the yeah, big iconic no, I, thing. Yeah, no, I noticed that too. They were very heavily using the lightsaber as where that as, one to me felt like i always felt like the lightsaber being so synonymous with the jedi is kind of like i view it as like hypocritical of the jedi to have this weapon mm-hmm. where she only used it once yeah in the whole thing and i felt like oh that's how a jedi should be mm-hmm. yeah oh no, yeah, that, no was, that was perfect for me it felt very star wars for me yeah i, I immediately wrote on I didn't tweet it out, but I wrote it on my Annie list. That is probably the best thing that I've seen Star Wars do okay. in the last yeah number of years. Yeah, I like like I said, I really liked it. I'm not that I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as you are, but even even still, I really appreciated what it did and just and, the whole like environmentalist yeah, message of it. Yeah. It just felt very. It had a very Princess Mononoke feel yeah, to it. Yeah, it did, and that's something that I wrote down in my notes. I took a couple of notes while I was writing or mm. while I was watching it, and the first impression I got from it was it felt very Princess Mononoke. Yeah, and you know I, I could definitely see that inspiration and light, and I think that through that it definitely blended star wars and vision yeah well yeah and the one two last things i just want to say about this before we move on to the next episode uh it definitely felt like it was the one that could be in canon easiest Mm -hmm. and two it felt like that was a complete story a lot of them also felt like oh these could be like they almost felt like backdoor pilots yeah that one it felt like a story from beginning to end yeah I, I don't need I would like to see more from that mm-hmm. from that vision, but I don't need to. Yeah. Like I could just watch that and be like, that's a on, good short yeah. story. Honestly, on that on that note of backdoor pilots, while I was watching, uh I had a friend message me about uh about Star Wars visions and they were basically saying, like, I would love to see more of this. I hope they continue this story. And it made me think, like, I wonder if they're going to either look at what the fan community saw from all these maybe develop one of them into a series or something well i know the uh the duel mm-hmm. you you might not know this because you're not a star wars guy like me there okay a book's coming out for that oh based around that it's going to be called ronin okay star wars ronin and okay. it's supposed to come out like the middle of october like really oh, soon dang yeah 
go buy it. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to because I mean, come on. The, okay, Visions was made for me specifically. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me, Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me. You know, yeah. look at me. Yes, I'm me. looking directly at you. Yeah. Uh, it was made for me, but anyway, we don't want to take too long talking about all of these. Yeah. Uh, the fifth one was the Ninth Jedi. That was production IG. Yes. That was. I felt really. I know I just complained about them all being about <laughs> lightsabers, uh, lightsabers, which is a problem for this one. But I felt like production IG like really was able to like flex oh, their production yeah. IG muscles. Yeah. Like it was a very clean, yeah, by the book. Like this looks like anime. Yeah, what does anime look like? This, this, yeah. This is no, it. I, I definitely agree. I think that on that note, though, I think they really played it safe with what they did with the Star Wars property. Yeah, like they, they, they didn't really try and flex their creativity. It was more on like okay star wars anime and just the the idea of yeah there wasn't that. really that many not much of a risk taken on no that yeah. no lightsabers are cool let's have a big lightsaber fight yeah okay yeah we like that yeah um then the next one was uh, astro boy i think yeah tb t-o-b-1 by science Saru. Get it? it's an obi-wan joke that one was my least favorite one that was okay. a big stumble for me mm -hmm. i did not like that that one. one was that one felt more astro boy than it felt star wars yeah absolutely yeah. definitely very astro boy heavy like uh his creator even looked like he, yes, the creator he of astro boy like, i felt the exact same thing i, I not to me like <laughs> i don't know if this is an issue like i've seen it a couple times with different shows like the sound effects that they used in it were very like this weird like ethereal like the sound effects were like really far in the background and like drenched in reverb yeah. there wasn't like yeah. much of a soundtrack mm -hmm. like music in it at all like i don't know i just didn't like it from a, a, a visual wars. point of view mm -hmm. an auditory point of view a Star Wars point of view. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. It was, it was probably one of the weaker episodes. It to had me. that uh, aspect in Star Wars, or not in Star Wars, in anime, where like the, the main character just pulls abilities out of his ass. Yep, yep. Like, oh, he can fuse with his like little other droid buddy yeah, yeah. out of the blue. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. I guess a little bit. Uh, but I mean, who hasn't watched these already? Anyway, yeah, I didn't really care for that one. Yeah. What do you think of that one? Yeah, no, it was honestly like it was very. It, it felt a lot more Astro Boy, and I I've only seen that one Astro Boy Ast Astro Boy movie from like a, years and years ago, um, and that one was very okay. This felt again very okay. It wasn't special to me. I wouldn't say it was like absolute crap, but it it was definitely lower on the list i'd say episode two is my least favorite episode, all, uh, yeah the music one yeah i i would say this one episode six was mm -hmm. but, uh episode seven was called the elder and that was by studio trigger that i was, was surprised uh, like i saw trigger come up and i'm like mm -hmm. oh here we go yeah here we go here comes yeah. some zany oh no it, it looks like well, avatar like, the last airbender yeah i i feel like they've done um other stuff like mm -hmm. like that where it's not the same zany stuff that Trigger's done. They, it feels like they have two completely different. Yeah, it felt like more like A the, team and B team. Yeah, it kind felt of thing. more like the uh, Dinozanon uh, Gridman yeah, kind of. Yeah, it wasn't quite so zany and over my, the top. My favorite uh, Trigger thing, which they only did once in that Star Wars thing, was where the character model comes just slides in <laughs> yeah. off frame, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, that wasn't uh, in that one. I no. I did like that episode though. Mm -hmm. That was you know, a pretty cool. Yeah, one. no, I I think it had the best Jedi Padawan do, uh, dynamic between between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
it was I, a pretty standard Star Wars thing. It like, was very, oh, the Padawan yeah. wants to go and rush into battle. Yeah. And then he gets hurt. And then the master has to come and save him. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Star Wars. I yeah. hope that's not a spoiler for people. And then You've it's very it anime, times. like, oh, if I if he wasn't past his prime, he would have beaten me, kind of thing. Like, yeah, I guess that's kind of the takeaway from that yeah. one is like time moves on. Yeah. It's yeah. Cyclical. Yeah. It was good. I liked that one, but it wasn't my favorite one, but it yeah. was good. Uh, number eight was uh, Lop and Ochiro. Yes. By Geno Studio. Yes. So. This one... Did you like this one, Jay? So this one was my favorite one. Oh. And I think the main reason was because I got really invested in the characters. Mm -hmm. I really like the, like, the argument that the Empire is actually good and it could be beneficial. And it wasn't just... And it, it kind of cemented them as more of a government rather than a villainous faction that the, the protagonists have to take down. As a person who always liked the Empire more than the Rebels, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just me having wishful thinking, but yeah. I mean, the the empire is just trying yeah to govern yeah. and these goddamn rebels <laughs> keep getting in their way. Also, that one uh this episode was I didn't realize that Star Wars would have a backdoor furry bait <laughs> episode in this. Be stars, be stars, <laughs> be stars. No, I I like this one too. Uh it was definitely I could see it being in the Star Wars universe, but mm -hmm. also, like, not in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it, that. I did have a couple issues just with the pacing, but, I mean, mm. it was a 20-minute thing that yeah, they did. Yeah, like, I, I, I would like... It's one of... It, it was the one series that, honestly, I would like to see more of. I would have liked it to be stretched out a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, Maybe 40 minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. But they probably cut out a few things. Like, for the older sister to all of a sudden, like, oh, she's, like part of the yeah. empire now yeah. i that i, I wasn't i know i i definitely agree with that but yeah. at the same time i really liked the family dynamic and i feel yes. like that i feel like that felt very star wars to me they did feel just, very star wars just i from, also appreciated that it didn't tie it up cleanly yeah no i agree uh i appreciated that it was like a little bit more of an open-ended story mm -hmm. and that Okay, they didn't like win her back. Yeah, because they could have easily won her back and yeah, just ended she, it there. Yeah. But no, they they left it open ended, and they it That's, could become a series. Yeah. And honestly, if it were to become a series, I'd watch it. Yeah, I was just gonna say I could see that one being mm -hmm. a, a big back backdoor, backdoor pilot. pilot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like you could you could feel it. It it felt really good. Um, and I I really liked the family dynamic. Was a very good theme for this one. Was like it felt very similar to Anakin's path mm. with with like the daughter, where like she turned to the dark side or the Empire in this case. Yeah. For the sake of her family and her home, and she ends yeah. up having to turn on them. Yeah. And it, it felt very similar where Anakin becomes a Sith. Yeah. For the sake of saving Padme. Yeah. And then he ends up... Yeah. Speaking of the path that Anakin took... Yes. Uh, the episode 9 one... Oh, sorry. I just bumped my <laughs> mic. Uh, the episode nine, 9 one called uh, Akakiri by Sayansaru again. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is definitely Anakin. Yes. Uh, Turning start, to the dark side. Yeah, from start yeah. to finish. Yeah. I subsequently didn't like that one, but I also did. I know that Science Saru has like very unique uh, character designs, mm -hmm. which I don't mind in something like Devilman. 
The first thing that shot into my mind with their designs for that one was uh, the original Star Wars Clone Wars. Not like the Clone Wars, mm. like the mm. not like the Clone Wars series that people know, but there was a series before called Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. that Cartoon had Network. like a very uh, kind yeah? of okay. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? geometric shapes like it was very sh- caricature yeah kind of art style yeah and you know what yeah maybe maybe that's what they were going for and maybe. i just didn't realize yeah no the, but like that's what jumped if, out at me yeah if that's the case then i could mm-hmm. get behind it i think you, you may have just convinced me right now live <laughs> on air live on the pro- on the podcast <laughs> uh if that's the case then okay yeah um, if I that's what, what they were going for. If, if that is what they were, yeah. Because, yeah, I found the character designs to be, I, I said it, very geometric, mm-hmm. like oval. And then their nose is a triangle. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. I can appreciate it, but it's just not for me. Yeah. But if they were going for that, that initial Star Wars Clone Wars look, then I, I can understand where they were coming from. Yeah. So then maybe I can appreciate it yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, so, I mean, overall opinions. What did you think of Star Wars Visions? I thought it was a pretty good uh, take on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the best ones were the ones that had a creative vision that was realized rather than just using the Star Wars property to put out an anime. Yeah, um, except for the one that I liked. Yeah, well, I mean, even that one, it felt like it had a creative vision Despite the fact that, like, yeah, it was Star Wars, but yeah. you know, it it had its own creative vision and it took yeah. Star Wars with that with that inspiration. Yeah. So, no, I definitely enjoyed it overall. Yeah, uh, I think I gave it an eight. eight I gave it an eight half. too. Yeah, uh, on my Annie list, by the way, follow me on Annie list. <laughs> oh shit, I can't even remember what my name is. I'll change it to Annie Pro Cole so that people can find me. Okay. <laughs> You could also link it on on your uh, Twitter. That sounds difficult for an elderly fellow like me. I can like show me. you how. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, I really liked it. Uh, there were a few stumbles, like I said mm-hmm. uh, before we started this. Absolutely. Um, but like I said, f- for the the couple lows that there was, that high for me mm-hmm. in episode four was such a such a high point. Yeah. That, like, I just want to go back and watch that. <laughs> honestly like i want to watch episode four again just because like i don't i didn't it didn't resonate as much with me as it did with you well and the other thing here's my <laughs> review of episode four of star wars visions uh the other thing that really worked well for me like the pacing of it worked really well mm-hmm. there were other characters that were at odds with each other that were believable uh and the music in that one yeah i know we briefly talked about it just off air about like i wish there was more star wars music Mm -hmm. the music in that one was used so well Mm -hmm. especially in that final scene like i said when when she says like may the force be with you yeah chills yeah no i agree the music and and the animation and everything was just used so perfectly at that moment yeah i I think it was. I like. I, I like the how they kind of like built up to that. May the force be with you, because like you see her earlier on using the force and kind of I mean, lifting I, that rock. As soon as you see her, it's like, yeah, she, okay, she's you know, the Jedi. she's a Jedi. Yeah, no, absolutely. But like, um, I just think like you know they tease that she could use the force, and I knew I know she's a Jedi. But like they tease her using the force to lift that rock, mm-hmm. and then like after that she reveals herself to everyone and there that she's a Jedi. Yeah, oh, and. Man. Can we watch yeah. that after? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to rewatch it. Okay, but yeah, uh, 
like I said, eight and a half out of ten for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, no, eight eight out of ten for me. I think it was really good. Um, Disney, if you want to do more, please give Anime Studios a budget. Yeah, and give us a budget, please. Come on, like, yeah. why are we? Why are we just like shilling out our reviews for Disney? Yeah. Like, who do they think Disney, they are? Disney, pay us, and we'll and we'll do more reviews like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, do more anime. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Hold on. I just want to see what Star Wars Visions is right now. On well, it's a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I love it when anime makes it onto normie sites yeah. like Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety-five yeah. percent, which I know people, it's just an aggregator that doesn't necessarily yeah. reflect what its uh, actual grade is. But I just want to see what it is on Mal. I'll check Annie List while you're at it. Yeah. So on Mal, it's a seven point five two. All right. And on any list, it is a seventy five percent for the average and seventy six for the mean. Okay. Yeah. It's about. Yeah. <laughs> They're about the same. About the same. Yeah. And I think. I think, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah, that is I, pretty fair. I'm coming at it from a Star Wars point of view, mm-hmm. like as a Star Wars fan, lifelong Star Wars fan. Yeah. I have a poster of The Empire Strikes Back in yeah. my living room because it's my favorite movie ever. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I I would probably have a tendency to rate something higher. Mm-hmm. I always have a tendency to rate things higher, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, as as like a as an anime fan that knows Star Wars, like I've seen all nine movies, and oh, also you, the you're Clone aware Wars. of this mega <laughs> franchise known yeah, as no, Star Wars. I, you know, I I dabble. Um, but you know, I, I'm more anime oriented mm. than, than Star Wars oriented and having come into this, you know, I, I do agree with that rating. I think it's really good. Um, Star Wars anime yeah. kind of deal. It did have a couple of stumbles here and there, yeah. but I think it, it definitely did earn that, yeah. that 75%. Maybe like I, I would bump it up a little bit to an 80, but yeah, it was pretty, it was, it's pretty close. I hope it converts the few anime fans that aren't Star Wars fans to maybe watch star wars and i hope that it converts a lot of star wars fans who weren't into anime to maybe give anime a chance yeah give anime a chance everybody there's lots of cool stories in anime yeah anyway anyway speaking of cool anime stories let's talk about different shows that have been adapted into anime yes we each have a small list here we each yes, have a couple sure. anime that have been already converted, or a couple uh, movies and books and stuff that have been converted into yes. anime already. Yes. I'm going to start with the obvious one, because when people think of Western properties that get converted into anime, okay, they're going to think of the Animatrix. Yes. Which uh, is a 7.3 on Mal right now. Mm-hmm. Very similar to Star Wars Visions. Uh, a lot of people compared the two uh, when Star Wars Visions came out. Okay. I know, like, when the Animatrix came out, I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. And I remember they would put it on YTV okay. late at night. So mm-hmm. I never had an opportunity to actually watch the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can come at this from a Matrix point of view. Okay. Uh, I like the Matrix. The yeah. first The Matrix. Yeah. I think it holds up other than the music in The Matrix. The, <laughs> the music in The Matrix is, is brutal. Oh. It's very um, late so, 90s techno. So before before you uh, you go, you're scratch, you start scratching your heads and going, why is Jay only going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I've never seen The Matrix. I, that's... Um, but like I know, and Cole has told me this in the past, it is the most anime movie yeah, well, it's, it's, it's an like it's it's just a live action anime, is what he's yeah. told me. The the Wachowskis who made the Matrix, yeah, uh, they were big into anime before. Okay, so a lot of the visual aspects, like they they pulled a lot of visual cues from anime. Mm-hmm. The the raining down uh, 
text okay. like the famous text yeah, that's yeah. like right out of ghost in the shell yeah a lot of yeah. it's out of ghost in the shell yeah there's the famous scene uh in the lobby mm-hmm. the lobby shootout scene like that's yeah. straight ghost in the shell as well yeah and of course just like awesome kung fu fighting yeah or like the uh, the shot that comes to mind at least is like the one where the person jumps in the air and then it freeze frames and spins around yeah that everybody seems, knows that the seems, shot yeah, yeah that seems very anime yeah uh, pretty anime uh yeah the bullet time stuff that they would do mm-hmm. very interesting like innovative film yeah. making techniques yeah, as well absolutely i'm probably going to talk about the movie more than i am about the anime <laughs> because uh i also feel like the sequels to the matrix are kind of underappreciated a little bit now i've heard i've heard i've heard pretty negative things about the sequels but i think it's because people uh appreciate the the original the first one. yeah yes. so much more and they yes. kind of hold it up to that high standard that they have for the first one. The, the big critique that even a lot of the apologists for the uh, Matrix sequel say is it's overwritten, which it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, I don't know. If, have you ever seen the, the scene with the architect in the Matrix? No. That old white guy who's sitting in that chair and he's like using those like big words and stuff. Hold <laughs> no, on, we're hold gonna, on. We're going to need to watch the Matrix. Yeah, hold on. Point. Hold on. I'll just... While it remains a burden assiduously avoided, it is not unexpected and thus not beyond a measure of control, which has led you inexorably here. You'll see when you go back and listen to this. You'll be like, what is this guy talking about? Because... (laughs) Listen, you, I'm not, you could also just send me the video. Uh, well, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah but uh, I just want to make sure that I put in the dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> in that yeah. in that yeah. spot there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely, it's very uh, anime ish. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it just makes sense that they would make an anime based on it. Yeah. and it's kind of very Star Wars visions like, in the yeah. sense that it's just all these like little stories. Mm-hmm. But the Animatrix is fully canon. Oh, okay, the so Wachowski like it's it's episodic that. in 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 yeah. tone, but like they're all canon. It's canonical. Okay. Like all of the stories lead up to okay the like what's going on in the world of the Matrix. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, making a new Matrix movie now, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Episode four, uh, which is aptly named Matrix Resurrection. Resurrection. Yes. 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 Sorry. Hopefully, it's good so that Resurrection title <laughs> will uh, will live up to its name. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> it's a soft reboot. Which is, it's the coward's move. Yes, yeah. They don't want to do a full reboot in the sense that they would have to recast everybody, but yeah. they'll just bring everybody back and then like just redo, rest- yeah, redo restart the, whole first the yeah, movie again. Yeah. I'm concerned about it being like that, but I don't know. I I like that they they're able to to get back most of the cast. I'm concerned that there's no Lawrence Fishburne in it. Okay. Uh, and I'm concerned that I haven't seen any trailers with Hugo Weaving in it because okay. Hugo Weaving's Agent Smith is probably yeah. one of my favorite villains. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I know, I know, um, and we're going to dive, uh, this is digressing a lot, but I know Hugo Weaving wasn't too keen on reprising his role as Red Skull. Yeah. So, um, I, but he said that he would come back and do the Matrix. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think because that character. Oh man, you gotta like, <laughs> you gotta watch the Matrix. I know the like Mister Anderson. Mister Anderson. Well, yeah. his just like his, some of his uh, like soliloquies that he has. <laughs> yeah. Like, you believe you're fighting for something or more than your survival? Can you tell me what it is? Do you even know? Yeah, no, 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 like I've I've heard I've heard a lot about the Matrix. I've just never actually seen it. And I love Hugo uh, Weaving. Yeah, 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 but I think we need to move on. Yeah, we'll move so, on <laughs> um, before before we digress too much. Yes. Um, 
What's uh, so what's on your list? So the first one there? I wanted to talk about was Blast of Tempest, and the reason I want to talk about that one. What's that based on? So it's based off of William Shakespeare's The Tempest, which is a classic play. I've never actually seen The Tempest, but I have read the manga and seen the anime for Blast of Tempest, and I really liked it. Okay. Um, I don't remember too too much about it but i just really remember liking it and okay. like when when we brought this up for like series that have been adapted that was the first one that came to mind to me because of how much i did enjoy it okay um i just remember like something about like the past and future being connected by two uh from two points in time yeah um there being like a a, a monk that like in 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 the anime was adapted into a girl okay that has a crush on one of the main characters so is it like because uh, i'm not familiar with either yeah the the source or the the actual anime itself is it like i know you just said that they recast the character as female but is yeah. it otherwise does it seem like a pretty faithful adaptation or is it kind of like that romeo and juliet uh movie with, uh, <laughs> with leonardo with leo um, with leo where it's like oh we're gonna do uh romeo and juliet but yeah. it's gonna be in the modern <laughs> yeah I, I i think it's a little bit of both like it, okay um i think like it does take a bit from the source material but it does make it its own thing mm. again i've never seen the play the tempest but I think like it it does try and do its own anime thing, and the uh, other thing I have on my list is, uh, but rating is that what you're going for? No, no, no. no? Well, oh, sorry. I mean, if you, have, you, if you have the rating, go I do ahead. have the rating uh, on on Mal. It is a seven point nine six. Okay, I was gonna ask uh, because you haven't seen the play, but like, how are you with old English anyway? Would you understand what they're oh, saying? Oh, I um, <laughs> when I was in high school, I loved really um, Shakespeare. Oh, it was like my favorite. Were you a theater thing. kid? Um, I, I was never involved in theater, but like, I, I do like, if, if I were told like, Hey, do you want to audition for a play? I'd do it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, I think this is the last episode of, no, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no like, I, I, mean, I could never like, understand. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go around and say like, I am an actor, you know, but like, <laughs> sorry, I bumped my mic there. Uh, but, um, you know, like it. it I, I think that acting is fun. Like I think yeah. that, like the idea of portraying another character. Yeah, no, is it, fun it's, to it's me. No, nothing against acting. I'm just saying I could never understand Shakespeare, but mm -hmm. that's because I went to school in the country and we could barely <laughs> speak English to begin with. Yeah, I went to I a private school. <laughs> I still can't. That was a good one. Do you? Yeah. Did you have another one? I did have another one. <laughs> was it written down? <laughs> yes, it was written down because when I think anime. Uh, movies, movies that Sorry. should be anime. I think of uh, the Matrix, like I said, yeah. and uh, the immediate other one I think of is Blade Runner. Blade Runner's getting an adaptation coming up. It's a joint uh, production with uh, Crunchyroll and Oh yes, Adult I think Swim. I, I think I've seen that that trailer. It's a CG trailer. Mm -hmm. I'm not... I remember seeing that while I was here once. I can't remember what the event was, but we were hanging out at one yeah, point. Yeah, I'm nervous about that, that one. Because yeah. I really like Blade Runner. But Blade Runner had a different anime that came out in conjunction with the Blade Runner sequel, movie yes, sequel. Yes. Uh, that was Blade Runner Blackout 2022. Okay. It's a seven on Mal. I like that one because mm. I think Blade Runner, the world of Blade Runner really lends itself well to anime because I think a lot mm. of cyberpunk anime draws from the original Blade Runner yeah. imagery. Lots yeah. of neon lights. Yeah. Blade Runner draws in a lot of like different cultural things. Like if mm -hmm. have you seen Blade Runner? I've never seen Blade Runner. Okay. <laughs> so it takes there are a lot of movies you're probably just like, what the f <laughs> So I 
the Blade Runner takes place in Los Angeles. Okay. But it's in like a super hyper future Los Angeles where mm-hmm. it's very multicultural. So like a lot yeah. of the signs are like Chinese and Japanese mm-hmm. signs. Okay. So that's where that kind of whole cyberpunk aesthetic mm-hmm. really started yeah in like yeah. the a big sense there was probably more before that but okay. like blade runner really popularized yeah. it yeah so it lends itself well to anime mm-hmm. uh it was a short film as well i think it was only 10 minutes okay. something like that oh yeah and Interesting. It, it it was it was meant to be kind of a uh tie-in along with that film oh okay i know um i know recently like maybe in the past couple years they had another film blade runner 2049 or something like that yeah it came with that okay yeah it didn't come with it but it it, they were released released alongside it yeah yeah yeah. okay that movie is really good is it yeah um (laughs) yeah you should watch blade runner though that's yeah yeah i'll get to it I'll get around to I'll it eventually. To it. Um, the Matrix is probably more... Uh, it's probably higher on my list than, than the, the other. The Matrix would it would probably hold up in the sense that it's more action-heavy. Yeah. I don't, Blade Runner's not an action movie to begin with. Yeah. Blade Runner is all about taking it in as like, oh, wow, these special, these special effects still yeah. hold up. Okay. Like, incredibly. Yeah. Like, yeah. unbelievably. Okay. Um, but it's a lot slower of a movie. Blade mm-hmm. Runner... <laughs> Is it more of a drama? Blade Runner is more of a drama. Blade Runner is a noir like detective movie. Oh, okay. But it's set gotcha. in like the in like a future backdrop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's very slow paced. Uh a lot of like there's the scene in it where he's like zooming in on this picture over <laughs> and over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Uh that can be pretty tedious, but that's just the <laughs> yeah. kind of movie it is. Yeah. Ridley gotcha. Scott directed it. Okay. Yeah. You know Ridley Scott? <laughs> He directed the first Alien movie, too. Sorry. Oh, no, Alien. This is, okay, yeah, I get that. This is just me <laughs> being like a... Captain America. I get that reference. Yeah, this, yeah. Is just, this is just me being a film nerd. Yeah, no, no I, yeah. I, I, I getcha. Um, uh, but yeah, that's Blade Runner uh, 2022. I've, I have I watched it. I remember watching it. But unfortunately, I don't remember too much of the plot aspects of it. Mainly, I picked my two on here specifically because if I was in a vacuum, if Mm -hmm. I was to pick two properties that I feel would make good animes, it would be the matrix and it would be blade runner. Yeah. And lo and behold, they both have anime anime. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah. And if you like either of those and you have no idea what anime is, but stumbled upon this podcast somehow, go check them out. Yeah. Go check them out. Um, But you should have a second one. I do have a second one and that would be Romeo X Juliet. Oh, you are a theater kid. (laughs) Shakespeare strikes back. You're a Shakespeare like nerd. the Empire. Yes, <laughs> like the um, Empire. But the, basically, the reason I picked this one um, is because like there are a ton of Marvel products that I could have picked from, but mm-hmm. I wanted to pick from series that I've seen, and I've seen Romeo X Juliet, and I've seen Blast of Tempest, and like both of those, more so Blast of Tempest, um, I I enjoyed. Mm. um and so that's why they're on here um to to kind of give like an idea of like you know western series and properties can be brought over to anime and can be done well yeah when they're adapted in that anime flair yeah and that was kind of my mentality behind what what i picked um romeo x juliet does have like that same romeo and juliet with uh, leonardo dicaprio mm. where it's not romeo and juliet one-to-one it it, and it goes completely anime by the end yeah but 
you know, it, it still feels Romeo and Juliet done anime, and I still think it's it's pretty good for what it is. Yeah, it's like uh, Romeo and Juliet getting hit with the uh, ja- Japanizing beam. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, they, they ran it through the, the meat processor that is an anime, anime studio. Yeah, they, they the played the... Uh, came these... Uh, <laughs> A, wa- a, a waifu and a husbando. Husbando, yeah, and they uh, they they just played turning Japanese over and over and over again. <laughs> we also anyway. picked three properties each that aren't currently anime that we know of. Yes. I know we're probably going to get comments saying, "Well, actually, this was turned into an anime back yeah. in 1972." <laughs> um, yeah. So I picked three. All of them are sci-fi because I think sci-fi to me can be converted into anime. Uh, the most visually striking, but mm-hmm. I wanted to add an element in addition to just naming the yeah uh, anime. I wanted to also maybe name a studio that we think would like our dream yes. studio for yes. these. Yes, yes. Uh, so here I am sitting here thinking about what media would I like to see adapted into anime. I just read the book. There's a movie coming out soon. It's apparently done really well. It's really with done, done very well with critics, and uh, I think when people like weebs like us see the movie, we're gonna think, "Oh, mm-hmm. this should be an anime as yeah. well." That's Dune. Yes, I think Dune. Well, of course, it's seminal science fiction. It is what people say Dune did for science fiction, what Lord of the Rings did for fantasy. Okay, it's world building at its finest for mm-hmm. people who really appreciate that. Really, the only thing that I can think of that does world building better is, again, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's also, like, I think it would be a very good, like, sign-in anime. Yeah. It's yeah. very heady, very mm-hmm. uh, cerebral in the sense that, like, when, when Frank Herbert wrote Dune, he said he wanted to tell a story uh, warning people against putting too much faith into charismatic leaders. Okay. So the whole story, your your protagonist, yeah, uh, Paul Atreides, is not a perfect protagonist like he's yeah he's, he's flawed. flawed he's flawed yeah uh he's an aristocratic rich kid who okay. kind of uses the uh the lower class yeah the the natives of the okay. of the planet that yeah. they go to yeah uh to achieve his goals okay uh but a lot of people don't realize that the the, the book itself gets blamed a lot for being a white savior story just because Paul is yeah. going to save, in yeah. quotations, these the the Fremen yeah. on uh, Arrakis. So, so he kind of is he an antihero or is he? Uh, he's Dune's interesting. He's not an antihero because I don't think there are heroes in Dune. Okay, he's just a person. He's okay. the protagonist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say he's an antihero. He's an anime. He could be an anime <laughs> protagonist. Uh, but Dune, I think this is the obvious answers. Production IG would do a really good job. Okay. They, they're they very good at like sci-fi. Yeah. Like when I think of Psychopaths or Ghost in the Shell, uh, their sci-fi anime are always yeah. very well done. Mm-hmm. And they, I think Dune would really lend itself to being very character heavy which is mm-hmm. what production ig does well it's not so action heavy but they can lean into that if they need to okay i could see wit also doing this one yeah 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 okay any I'm, questions honestly i'm just excited to see the movie mm-hmm. um i have a couple of people that are like interested in seeing it so i'm yeah. definitely going to see it at some point yeah but um i don't know too much about dune but while I'm watching it, I'm definitely going to go back and, and like, see, like, yeah, I see what Cole's talking about. Yeah. This should be an anime. Yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, anyway, let's talk about my first one. Anyways, and I'm going to start with a series that is not a uh, mainstream American or Western property, Mm. but is instead a webtoon. Okay. Um, And I'm going to start with Unordinary. Okay. Uh, So you're using a webtoon. Yes. Okay. That's cheating, but I'll allow it. Continue. (laughs) I asked you before, before I started, if you want me to pick something else. I didn't want to tell you that that's not allowed before. (laughs) I'll tell you on air that that's not allowed. No, go ahead. It's totally allowed. Um, it's fine. So, well, like it's written you by someone it, who written lives. By, yeah, yeah, it's, it's written, written by, by some American old, person. Yes, yes, yes. But the reason I wa- the reason I wanted to put it on here is because it's something that I really enjoy, and it lends itself to the idea of anime, um, just through like what it can do and and like the storyline, the art style. Um, <laughs> so what's what's it about? So um, it's it. It is very similar to My Hero Academia in the sense where, like, every person in this school, um, it's set in a school, duh. Okay, um, so I can I can yeah. already imagine it being an anime. Yeah, and every person in this school and in this world has superpowers. Okay. That's, that's of some kind. Okay. And the story starts where the main character, John, comes in and announces that he doesn't have any power. Okay. Get and bent, John. He gets beaten up by As the people, should. by the, <laughs> like like a little sh- yeah, yeah. Uh, by by the people who have like who are the strongest, and you and it kind of builds like this hierarchy of like who is who's the strongest mm-hmm. with the best powers versus like the the mediocre powers, and the title unordinary comes from this book that was written that kind of is converting people into vigilante superheroes trying to overthrow that hierarchy okay and it's kind of putting the whole system of society into question okay and so all this is all tied together through a ton of different webs and things like that yeah i could definitely see that being an anime yes yeah yeah that that sounds like it would definitely Mm -hmm. it sounds very anime influenced to begin with it is very anime influenced to begin with and like if you read the webtoon it it feels very anime through its actual Mm. through the kind of drama that it goes through okay and through like just kind of the arcs that the characters go through it it, it seems very reminiscent of anime and the one series that came to mind when thinking like okay who could do this well Mm. was for whatever reason death note okay um and the reason is because like it, it can do those like dramatic like high stakes moments but also, like, this studio could also do, like, very good action and well-choreographed and animated action through series, looking at series like One Punch Man Season 1. Okay. Uh, and that, that studio is Madhouse. Madhouse, yeah. Madhouse, yeah. And, you know, Madhouse, they're, they've they've been known for a long time for having good animation. I yeah. think, like, recently they might have, you know, gone a little bit downhill. But uh, Yeah, but I mean, like, it's one of the... I think Madhouse did one of the animes in the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. Like, they're... they're They've been around for a long time. They're, they are a powerhouse, and I think that they could do Unordinary really, really well and okay. do it justice. Hmm. Just through, like like I said, um, some of the characters do go to a dark place. Okay. And I think that, like, through that, I can compare it to Light's Journey and Death Note. Okay. And just kind of, like, how those scenes in terms of pacing and things like that were handled. I think that they could do that well. Cool. Uh, but then also the action, I think that they could do that well as well. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Nice. Okay, my next one is The Fifth Element. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, the fifth element, I'm not necessarily saying that it should be an anime based on the characters. Mm -hmm. I want to see a story take place in that universe. Okay. So, like, I don't know. The, an immediate idea I thought of is, like, there's that scene in the movie with those police in the McDonald's drive-thru. Okay. Like, I just think it would, there could be, like, a funny, like, comedy <laughs> yeah. cop story. Yeah. About, like, uh, police in that world. Like. Okay. I don't know if they'd be like inept police or something like that. Mm -hmm. Again, I think like the the universe of the fifth element was probably had some anime influence. I haven't yeah. really, I don't know. I'd have to look into it a bit more, but like that world, that New York that they're in looks like that could be very mm -hmm. anime. -y. Yeah. The aesthetic of, of the, of the show it's or of the movie itself, I think would lend itself well to anime. It's very quirky. I could see it being like a comedy, like I said. Mm -hmm. And who does quirky better than Trigger? Than Trigger. Yeah. I could see Trigger. I knew that was yeah. coming the moment you brought up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going to Trigger. Yeah, Trigger, Trigger. <laughs> I think, would be probably my ideal pick for something like that. Maybe it's specifically the story I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. And Trigger would just have a field day with like that world of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I'm getting, I get like strong like Space Patrol Luluko vibes. Yeah, uh, yeah. A little bit of kill a kill vibes kill kind kill. of from it. Uh, the twins from Star Wars Visions yeah. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could I could just see <laughs> one of those cops like just sliding <laughs> into frame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hundred percent. That's yeah. that'd probably be yeah up there for me oh yeah that's probably the one that i'd probably the mo be most excited about other than my last one because okay. you just reminded me what my last <laughs> one was before we started recording yeah yeah uh yeah. but yeah uh trigger for that one fifth element okay uh have you seen fifth element no no okay fifth element's great too uh i've heard i've heard a lot about i have to educate element. you you on do these movies yes you do uh I've, I've brought this up i think i brought this up with you before but there are movies that I've seen or that I haven't seen that would surprise you. And I think you're starting to see that. Yeah, yeah. No, The Fifth Element is, you know what? I'd probably say you should watch that. Do you want to just like movie marathon one day? Uh, yes, we're going to do that. I'd say watch The Fifth Element probably even before The Matrix. I okay. think that that one's pro like The Matrix is cool. And mm -hmm. like it's like an action fight movie. Okay. Fighting action movie. Yeah. But like The Fifth Element is uh, a just watch it. You'd, yeah. you'd see what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So for my second one, um, I watched or I read the novels earlier this year mm. and also uh, winter of last year. Mm. And the only thing that I was thinking while I was reading it was this should be an anime. You probably know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And that's Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Mm -hmm. Now yeah, you've told me about this. Yes. If you don't know what Percy Jackson is. Please tell me because I do not. Okay, I was about to say get out, get out from under that rock that you. Oh, <laughs> when did it come out? First of all, um, the books came out I think like early two thousands. Okay, I was gonna say I'm I, I'm too old. I wouldn't know, but no, I I would have. And known. then and then they released a terrible movie starring Logan Lerman. Yeah, I remember yeah. the movies. The I movies aren't them. good. Yeah, I haven't seen them, but okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry um, not to get off track. But so uh, it's basically about uh, the son of Poseidon, Percy. What a name! Yeah. Percy Jackson. Name? My name is Percy. I know. Um, but Percy Jackson. <laughs> it's basically about the son of Poseidon, Percy, who learns that you know he is the son of a of a Greek god, mm -hmm. and goes to this camp called Camp Half Blood, where he basically learns about Greek mythology and and okay. that, and like there's this whole prophecy going on about how someone is destined to stop um, this evil force from coming back. 
Kronos, who is the uh, father of the... Who's the main character in God of War. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> uh, not Kratos, Kronos. Oh, no, which one's... You're right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no it's okay um, i'll leave that awkward silence in for sure <laughs> um so yeah like and it, it, sorry you threw me off track a no, little no, bit no. but it, no, no it's okay um but like it they're trying to stop yeah so they're Kronos. trying to stop chronos from coming back and it felt very very jojo's part three for me they're trying to stop crony crony yeah yeah like the the vtuber yeah um <laughs> from coming back and wreaking havoc upon the world and becoming mm -hmm. the new like god upon the throne of olympus or whatever mm -hmm. and he has to recruit friends to be able to help him through that A very bastardized sum summary but no i i get it that that definitely sounds like i haven't heard yeah. the plot described yeah like i just know like through your tweets you yeah. would say like this should be an anime yeah uh yes yeah no <laughs> it sounds it, like an anime it, it, it does okay like there are moments like there are comedic moments there are action moments that that series isn't very action oriented but like mm. some of the things that the characters think up to solve different problems that they're in seem very anime and very jojo okay like there was this one in like the sequel series where like they're like stuck in a certain scenario so like one of the characters throws their knife into the river and percy's underwater so he comes out and stops them and he's like, did you drop this? Mm. And I don't know, like, maybe that wasn't a JoJo example, but it felt very, very weird and it, anime to me. Yeah, that could be... I could see that being like an anime thing. Like, yeah. he's just... He did this feat and yeah. he just, like, gets out and it's like nothing. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. And, like, just the, the, the idea of the prophecy felt very anime and, like, the everything. Um, there was this one character in the sequel series that's just a tsundere. Mm -hmm. Um... And it's really funny because like she didn't feel like a tsundere in the in the in the original Percy series, but when you bring her into the into the sequel, she's suddenly this tsundere. This like she goes full blown tsundere on this character, and like and like it's not it's not even like tsundere esque. Like she actually like like will go like idiot and then like nice. show show affection toward oh. this character, and it's like. Dude, this is a soon. Rick, do you actually like? Are you an anime fan or something? Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, yeah. I, honestly, I he wouldn't probably be probably wrote Proka. Yes, at least once, and then he he's like, "Ah, oh, fine, I'll change it." <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. Babaka. But no, like, I I think that it would make a very good anime, and I think mm, that who would make this anime in your so, dream world? So, um, this this studio did an anime about gods before. Okay. About gods roaming the earth in a certain kind of mythology okay japanese mythology okay and i think that it would handle the action and also the comedy and all that blend together okay. really well and that is studio bones okay yeah just like from what they've done with case study of Venetus mm. to noragami mm. to like the comedy from uh um full metal alchemist brotherhood i think that you know they could handle this really well. Yeah. I think that like a, a lot of the effects could be done really well. Like I, when I was thinking about what I want them or what I want, which studio I want, I was also thinking about Ufotable because of the water effect from uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah. But like that alone, I don't think is enough. Yeah. To warrant. I mean, Bones like they they can flex their action chops too. Yeah. If there's some action scenes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know. They could they could flex their action chops. I think like. 
Um, the thing that I, I thought of with Bones was, like, they have both this, like, they can be very raw in their animation, but then also, like, branch out to be very beautiful and, and artistic mm-hmm. with, with their imagery. So, like, they that blend would work really well with Percy Jackson. Yeah. I think that it would be pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, just even, like, MHA always, mm-hmm. whether you like My Hero Academia or not, you got to give it up to Sakuga moments. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I, I and I think that that's something that Percy would benefit from is the great Sakuga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. one more. You do? Yeah, okay, just so everybody's clear. <laughs> I was panicked before we started recording because I couldn't come up with a third one. <laughs> I came up with one last night when I was going to bed, mm-hmm. and then I forgot what it was. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, I just got to come up with something. So I'm looking at my bookshelf, and I'm like, what? No, 1984 doesn't work. <laughs> uh, War of the Worlds? No. Uh, and then uh, Jay said, RoboCop. <laughs> and then it all came flooding back to me. I remembered. I thought of that last night as well. Uh, my third one is RoboCop. RoboCop, yes. RoboCop is, again, one of my favorite movies. Have you seen RoboCop? I've seen the remake to RoboCop. Okay, we'll watch RoboCop. <laughs> because... The remake to RoboCop doesn't understand what RoboCop is. Okay. Uh, RoboCop is a satire about like uh, <laughs> corporate, like corporatism. Yeah, yeah. No. Um. The the remake seemed very serious. So uh, when you say satire, I'm like, what? Well, I mean, like RoboCop is serious. <laughs> RoboCop is serious in big quotation marks. Yeah. But there's also a guy who gets hit by a car and liquefies. Okay, so like it, it's very side eye humor kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's very like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, like graphic humor. Like, oh, okay. Like this is this is yeah. funny because it's so over the top. Yeah. And this was a movie that as uh that I saw for the first time when I was maybe six or seven. Mm-hmm. This is the classic story of what movie did your parents let you watch that they shouldn't have let you watch? <laughs> okay. RoboCop. Okay. I should not have seen that movie when I was as young as I am. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm so weird now. <laughs> yes, uh, that's why. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, RoboCop is uh, the story of a police officer who dies. And then they yes. bring him back to life mm-hmm. as part man, part machine. They had the technology. All cop. <laughs> That's the tagline of the movie. They had the technology. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about RoboCop that I just want to say is <laughs> RoboCop is a very, very, uh, like, covered up. Like, it's it's not obvious, but it's a Jesus allegory. RoboCop is Jesus. Where he, like, comes back. He comes back to life and <laughs> saves the day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I could see that. Yeah. And it's just about, like when robocop comes back he's a just cold calculating machine mm-hmm. and he slowly rediscovers his humanity oh, through the course okay. of the movie. yeah no I, I i do remember that i watched the remake a long time yeah ago. the remake is similar in that <laughs> yeah, sense yeah uh but but yeah. i do i do seem to remember that rediscovery of humanity kind yeah. of kind of yeah angle Ro- robocop gets its humor from its absurd action <laughs> and absurd like gratuitous mm-hmm. nature of the movie itself okay uh, very 80s, very late 80s. Yeah. And when I think of who would do gratuitous, like, over-the-top action, yeah, 
uh, I think immediately I get like Chainsaw Man vibes. And okay. who is which studio is doing Chainsaw Man? That's Studio Mappa. That's Studio Mappa. Mappa, I think, would do a great RoboCop <laughs> anime. Yeah, I can and, see that. Yeah, and if a RoboCop anime, I think, would be. It would be Robo, like RoboCop would mm-hmm. be the main character yeah. or a partner of RoboCop. Yeah. And RoboCop is just, he just walks around, <laughs> just kills bad guys, yeah. shoots them in the dick, like he does in the movie. <laughs> yeah. He shoots a rapist in the dick. Wait, that's actually? That's how you deal with rapists. <laughs> yeah. No, man, we got to watch RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds really <sighs> good. I, I'm going to have to put all these movies in a, in a hat and just draw one. And yeah. That's the movie we're going to watch. I'll just like come over like for the next couple weeks and just like draw it from a hat. Okay. Yeah. What are we watching this week? Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Mappa would do a great RoboCop anime. Um, By the way, uh, I just—I literally just thought of this right now. Would you guys like to see like just us talk about these movies that we're going to be watching? <laughs> um, it's not—it's not anime protagonist, I know, but like it, it would—it would be a good episode where we just shoot the shit. And we've had this—we've yeah. been talking about this where we're going to have occasional episodes where we just like uh, banter about random stuff. And yeah, we could bring that up at yeah, some point, or if, even if you guys want. Or we could do a commentary or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let us know. Let us know. Because we're going to be watching these movies anyway. Yeah. So we may as well make if some you're content watching, out of it. Yeah. If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment down below and let us know. Mm-hmm. Or hit us up on Twitter. We yeah. will mention that at the end. Yes. We're on Twitter. Like, can you believe it? I know. Wow. <laughs> what's your... What's... what's I, I said we're going to bring bring that up in the end. Let's keep going. No, no. What's your last anime? Oh, my last anime. About? Okay. Um, so my last anime is something that I think that it, it's it's clearly very inspirational for a lot of creators for light novels and, and mm-hmm. anime, mm-hmm. just from series like Mashal and things like that. Have you seen Mashal? No. Or read the manga Mashal? No, but no. I know what this one is, and okay. I think of a different one when I, like, uh, Little Witch Academia. Yeah. Is yeah. Very, so, uh, I mean, now that I said that, yeah. people will be like... Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. And that's Harry Potter. Of course. Can you explain Harry Potter to me? Because I'm not super familiar with the property that is Harry Potter. Okay. So Harry Potter. I'm being very sarcastic, but please explain it anyway. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't pick up on your sarcasm. (laughs) Um, Harry Potter, if you don't know about the phenomenon Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling, is about the boy who lived. Mm -hmm. That's the story. Yes. (laughs) J.K. Uh, Could you just stop there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean Harry Potter. Like, I think we're we're both of that age where it's it was such an enormous mm-hmm. phenomenon. Yeah, and it still really is. Like, you talk to anyone really our age, and you're you're one of three things. Yeah, you're either a Star Wars kid like yeah. me, who's yep. correct. <laughs> you're a Lord of the Rings kid. Mm-hmm. Who is a big nerd who likes who like to play with sort like sticks of and swords Dungeons and Dragons and D and D yeah or you're a Harry Potter kid yeah and you're normal I'm just gonna get up and I, I'm not really any of those no no oh um, my whole world is crumbling around me <laughs> um like I mean don't get me wrong. I like Harry Potter but I'm not a Harry Potter kid. I like Star Wars but I'm not a Star Wars mm. kid. I've seen the first Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> I think I need to leave right now. <laughs> I like all three of them. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. I know how big and and monumental they are in, in pop culture. It's just something that I've never gotten around to. Yeah, But we're not talking about Lord of the Rings. We're no. talking about Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Why do you think it would be a good anime? So 
I just think it would be a good anime because it would it has such a great home in anime just from all the magic high school academies yes. that exist in anime. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised they haven't done it sooner, honestly. Yeah, I could see that. Now, when when you mentioned Harry Potter, what I think of is uh, an anime that takes place in the world of Harry Potter, okay. not necessarily an yeah. anime about mm-hmm. Harry Potter himself. Yeah, what, yeah. Do you, what do you think of? So I, w- I was just thinking like of a one-to-one Harry Potter adaptation. Okay. But honestly, like I, I like your idea better just because like I think you can play with that a bit more and you can expand upon that more. Yeah. Um, while also introducing Harry Potter fans to anime. Yeah. Um, so I think that that would be a better idea. Um, and I think that I think that Trigger would have a would have a fun time with that. Oh. Again, it's the obvious answer. Yeah, but yeah that, that is the obvious answer. Um, the, the, the one, the one that I had was uh, Cloverworks. Okay, I, I'll tell you what I thought of, but you tell me, you tell me why Cloverworks. Um, and like honestly, it was just like I think they could handle it really well. Just after looking at what they do with the Promised Neverland season one, not mm-hmm. season two. There is no season. Two. There is. No, you're right. There is no season two. It's um, one of the few shows that I have dropped. Yeah. The manga is really good, though. So if you want yeah, to get yeah, into the, the manga, manga, it helps if I would know how to read. <laughs> you read manga. Yeah, I know. Um, but like I, I, I chose Cloverworks mainly because like I was thinking along the lines of like a, a, a like a, just a standard adaptation of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and I think that they would be able to do it well. But like even if they were to go off and do their own thing, I think like Cloverworks has such a an open palette of creativity that they could do anything and and make it work yeah after we just talked about how they screwed up the second season well that's only because like yeah but that's only because (laughs) like you know they they just rushed the whole thing you know it wasn't because like they had their or because like they were like we don't we want to do our own thing let's create our own thing out of nothing yeah um but like they're an offshoot of a1 and a1 pictures did give us darling in the franks yeah so I mean I think that it could be pretty good. Yeah. Um uh when 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 I said uh that Harry Potter should be a in the world of Harry Potter mm-hmm. type story, not yeah. necessarily about Harry Potter, I immediately thought of Trigger as yeah, well. Yeah, no, you were giving me Trigger but vibe. Then I thought, well then it's just Little Witch Academia. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of Harry Potter again, the obvious answer to me is maybe Kyoani. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I just think that they they're very good at like the awe shot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh wow. Yeah. Like, it, I think Ufotable would, is good at that too. Yeah, but I like when I I think of Miss Kobayashi. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where Kyoani in that show, they they really love to play with lighting mm-hmm. yeah. and shadows and yeah. stuff. That that's what I think that they're yeah, no, they're the when, best at. The moment you brought up lighting, I don't I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to. The moment you brought up lighting, I thought of that scene in the first movie for Harry Potter when he gets his wand and the light shines in front of his face and that. I think they'd have a field day with that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what they do, but their their specialty is lighting. Mm-hmm. Or, and I, to me, that's what it is. Like, of course, their their character designs are very good and everything yeah. as well. But to me, what they're good at now is lighting. Yeah, that they really employ a lot in uh, Dragon Maid. Okay. Yeah. It'll it'll go to like a scene where like there's very soft lighting on the characters and mm-hmm. like it's playing off of the the contours of the characters' faces and stuff like that. It's yeah. 
Yeah, no, I can I can definitely see that. I think that would lend itself very well to like the light off of like wands and stuff. Mm-hmm. It'd be very yeah. The awe shots is what I think of. I'm also just thinking of that um, that iconic scene from Vi- Violet Evergarden, um, and just like the the really great animation, but also the water animation yes. in that. Yeah, I um, think yeah, I think it, like they could play with different elements and like I I know like one of the effects for the a magic beams is like there would be water dripping off mm-hmm. um and i think that they could do that effect really well yeah now that we're talking about this a lot more i'm very much more into this idea because yeah. <laughs> not to toot my own horn but <laughs> i think kyo annie's the right answer yeah i just think they would really like bring the magic no i, I as cliche as that yeah, is no you know what now that you're now that we're talking about this i'm on board i think yeah. kyo annie would be a really good uh studio for this yeah and uh, I just want to see property. more. I just want to see more Kyo Annie. Yeah, I mean, you, know? you had uh, you had your Kyo Annie binge recent, not too long ago, didn't you? Yeah, that was maybe last year. I yeah. don't know. This whole year yeah. has been <laughs> it's been a blur, right? Been a blur. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I did have that binge. I want to rewatch uh, Hibiki Euphonium again too. Mm, yeah, I don't want to get into that right now. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Kyo Annie, they're <laughs> yeah. very good. They're very good. Go I watch Kyo Annie series. I was so happy Support when Kyo Annie. I was so happy when Dragon Maid started again. Mm-hmm. It's, I think a lot of people were. Yeah. It just, it, it made me emotional. Well, Not, that, I didn't cry because yeah. I never cry. Yeah. But, uh, it definitely not like, even for the sad boy trilogy not no not for the sad boy trilogy the only the closest <laughs> i've ever gotten to crying in anime was the end of your lion april mm-hmm. and that one's that one episode of violet evergarden okay you know the one yes <laughs> yeah i cried a lot in violet evergarden but i also cried for sao so I yeah mean- <laughs> that's true <laughs> you also cried in sao uh but yeah those those are our anime so if you have any you 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 specifically you specifically we're talking to we're you talking again you. yeah no, no like you like we're you may think that we're generalizing this to try and pick you and no, 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 no we're talking you, about you you specifically you specifically if you have any uh western properties that you think would be a good idea to be turned into anime let us know if you think that a different studio would take a different approach to any of the animes that we mentioned let us know via our twitters <laughs> Uh, so jay what's your twitter my twitter is jgardian j-a-y-g-a-r-e-d-i-a-n your twitter is my twitter is at sign you know the at sign yeah like an an a with a circle around it annie pro cole a-n-i-p-r-o-c-o-l-e and then we also have a joint twitter account for the podcast are we going to try spelling this in unison no uh, no <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you the honors of spelling our uh, joint let's twitter. let's let's do it back and forth so uh a oh, you just do it <laughs> okay um anypropod which is a-n-i-p-r-o-p-o-d yes please tweet at us please tweet at us follow us follow us check us out on twitter and all of our social medias all of our social medias we apologize uh last week we mentioned that we were going to upload onto uh itunes itunes and google and stuff we're working on that takes a little bit of time to get all of the all of the bugs kink uh kinks out kinks and everything out of the system but uh we're we're on spotify and we're we're on on youtube YouTube. and if you're watching us on youtube Leave a like, subscribe, leave ring a comment, that bell, ring that bell so that you're notified. If we... No, I'm, I'm done. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, tell us that we're great because we like to boost our ego. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, no, we do. Like, he's joking, but also he's not joking. He's he's telling the truth. I am. Yes. Tell us we are gods. T- tell us how good we're doing. <laughs> Remember, it's only our second episode. I yeah. think this episode went very well. Yeah. And it's not three hours. Yes, it's not three hours. Uh, thumbs up for not three hours. Jeez, yeah, so, I'll I'll give that thumbs up. Uh, yeah, editing that one was was tough. This one yeah, will be. A, I, this one will take me a day. I, I not sent, four. I, I, I sent Cole uh, Picor's uh, like boom boom cha thing to try and <laughs> to try and get him to to keep going and bring and boost his spirits because like he was texting me and he was it was it was a it was a stressful time. It was dark days. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the dungeon. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks where I think we're going to do our, uh, seasonal wrap up next week and preview. Yes. Or not next week, two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. This is a, this is a bi-weekly, bi-weekly podcast. podcast I, I bring it up all the time that it's <laughs> weekly and I'm like, wait, it's two weeks. Yeah. Bi-weekly. One day, one day we'll get up to weekly. We might like yeah. for weekly podcast. Like for weekly podcast. That's still a thing. That's still a thing. Yeah. Anyway. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.